This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. I can confirm uh, that we have received one valid nomination. Rishi Sunak is therefore elected as leader of the Conservative Party. We are soon to be new Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak. I am humbled and honoured to have the support of my parliamentary colleagues and to be elected as leader of the Conservative and Unionist Party. It is the greatest privilege of my life to be able to serve the party I love and give back to the country I owe so much to. He's our third PM in just seven weeks, following a quick but eventful time under Liz Truss. And of course, Boris Johnson's resignation. Penny Mordaunt dropped out of the Conservative leadership race this afternoon after failing to reach the number of backers to get on the official ballot. Sunak, on the other hand, publicly secured over half of Tory MPs. And once he meets with King Charles, then it'll all be official. The former Chancellor has finally achieved his goal, but now he has to prove himself tackle the cost of living crisis and mend our weakened economy. So just what can we expect from him as PM and can he win over the public following such a disastrous period for the Conservatives? Nicholas Cecil is the Evening Standard's political editor. When Boris Johnson was still in the race to be the next Tory leader, then there there was a view that if he got onto the ballot paper, the shortlist of two to be put to party members, then Boris may, may well have got through and won because he's very popular amongst the party members. Once once Boris was knocked out, then Rishi became the favourite and Penny Morden, she, she always faced a battle to get the 100 names. I can't say she was very close, even saying at one point that she had 90. The number who were publicly declared for her was far fewer. And so even if Penny had managed to get on the ballot paper to go to party members, the vast majority of Tory MPs were were backing Rishi Sunak. So even then, even if she got on, she would likely have lost to him. Rishi lost the leadership election just last month. Will the Conservatives unite now under him? 
Well, certainly as of today, there are lots and lots of calls from senior Tories to unite. And we may well see some a degree of unity over coming, coming days, possibly coming weeks. But certainly so far, the Conservative Party is proving to be very, very hard to, to govern and to manage. So I think it's very much a case of watch and see um, because the divisions are still there. There's still a lot of bitterness and um I would not be surprised at all if there's fresh infighting for very soon. Give our listeners a bit of a profile of Rishi. Who is he and what does he stand for? So one thing, important thing to remember is that he's very much a supporter of Brexit. And obviously Brexit is possibly the most difficult, important, significant economic decision that has been made in Britain for a generation. And certainly he appears to have got that one wrong, given that the obvious damage that Brexit is doing to Britain's economy at the moment. He's also been portrayed by some of Boris Johnson's backers, some of those on the right of the Tory party, as a very centrist MP, very centrist Tory. He he is not as one nation as as many Tory MPs in the centre. So he's probably slightly to the the right of the Tory party, but somehow he's become pigeonholed as further to the left than he actually is. He, he's very sound on economics in, in many ways. What he said during the summer leadership campaign was, yes, we want tax cuts, but we can't have them now. So he's proposed lopping 1p off the basic rate of income tax, but saying this should happen in 2024. He warned us if you adopted the Liz Truss economic policy, it would cause economic mayhem and that's exactly what happened the markets have certainly been reassured by him becoming Tory leader and the fact he's upset about to become prime minister as well so in summary I'd say kind of he's um, slightly to the right in the Tory party has shown sound economic judgment on tax and, and and so on but he will also have to make some very difficult public spending decisions because there's a a black hole in Britain's public finances that runs into tens of billions of pounds. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear more about our new PM, Rishi Sunak. Whilst you're here, why not give the leader a rate and follow? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Nicholas, what are some of the biggest challenges Rishi will face as PM? Well, he he will become Prime Minister at an extremely difficult time economically. 
So we just got over the COVID pandemic. And now uh, Britain's been hit by the impact of the war in Ukraine with soaring energy bills. And the public finances were already weak. And, and now they're in an even weaker state. So there is, there's a black hole of tens of billions of pounds that needs to, to be filled. So that will inevitably mean some pretty painful public spending cuts and possibly tax rises. So these are decisions that no Chancellor likes to make. Then if you look at his party, he's got to try and somehow stop the civil war that has been raging within the Tory party now for, for, for months, if not years. And again, that's very difficult because while there might be a, a ceasefire between different camps for, for a, a matter of time, there, there'll inevitably be some, some fresh eruptions of, of infighting. And even today, you had Nadine Doris and Sir Christopher Trope suggesting there'd have to be a general election. Now, those are slightly peripheral voices, but it will be very difficult for, for uh, Mr Sunak to keep his party together. And then if you look at, for example, the NHS, there's 7 million people now on the waiting list for, for, for treatment. That's a huge number of people, often many of them with, with conditions and, and that would expect to get far more urgent treatment. And if you look at schools, the aftermath of the COVID pandemic, trying to help so many pupils catch up on their education. So the list goes on and on. So it's... Um, it, it's, it's a very difficult time to become Prime Minister. Mr Sunak has a reputation for being uh, prudent, uh, very diligent, uh, very hardworking. And so kind of out of the candidates to be Tory leader, he, he has a good ability to, to uh, get a grips with some of these problems, but it, it will be difficult. Can he turn the economy around? He's got a very, very fine line to tread here because... He needs to reassure the markets that now that the Tories have a competent government back in place and, and a chancellor who won't take unnecessary gambles, he needs to do enough to reassure the markets. But at the same time, he can't be too prudent that he actually imposes too much austerity on Britain and, and basically snuffs out economic growth. And the public finances are in a pretty dire state. We're also effectively involved in an economic conflict with Russia, um, with uh, President Putin cutting off gas flows um, to, to, to Europe to try and put pressure on European countries to uh, abandon Ukraine. So it's a very difficult time to take over. And so the economic climate is very difficult um, but certainly out of all the candidates, uh, Mr Sunak would be seen as the one most likely to uh, basically get the economy back on an even keel. With the new PM comes a new cabinet. Who are some of his allies that might be selected for a position? At this stage, it's, it's not clear who will be in the cabinet. But what will be very different from Liz Truss's cabinet is she packed her cabinet full of her supporters and basically excluded anyone or almost anyone who had uh, backed Rishi Sunak. And what this meant was that when she hit troubled times, which happened very, very quickly, she, half the party or more than half the party weren't willing to support her. So kind of Mrs. Sunak, anyhow, I'm sure he wouldn't have copied what, what she'd done. But so that was a very clear lesson about why you need to have a 
party and a, a, gov- a cabinet which, su- which supports you and is united. And Home Secretary Grant Schatz was on the radio this morning making sure or making clear that there would be a gov- government of all the talents. So that means that you would take the, 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 the best people, the most able people from all wings of the party to, to form a cabinet um, which could basically unite the party. The Conservatives have fallen drastically in opinion polls. Is there time to pull things around before the next election? It's a, it's a very big challenge because once confidence is lost, it's very hard to restore. Having a change of Chancellor and having a change of Prime Minister will go uh, part of the way to doing that. And I, I think we'll have far more sensible economic policies from Rishi Sunak. But even so, what, once once the public lose faith, and especially to such a degree, then it becomes a struggle to, to recover that reputation for competence and that trust. And the other thing to remember is that the damage caused by Kwasi Kwarteng's mini-budget hasn't just gone away because he's been sacked. Some of that damage will be lasting damage, and that could mean that people's mortgages are higher and their pensions could be smaller as well. So there's lasting economic damage which will be felt by voters, and many of them may not be willing to forgive. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.